Hey there, this is Victor Frost, and as I'm going through and attempting to catch up with the backlog of episodes to edit, I saw that something was amiss with episode 139 of Friday Night Party Line, uh, namely that there was a chunk of it missing. I have no idea why, and rather than assault your ears with a horrible quality uh, that is the YouTube livestream version, well, I mean, horrible as compared to the, you know, the, the, the nicely recorded one, uh, 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 let me just set the scene. It's an episode of Friday Night Party Line, and uh, we're talking about stuff. I know, really fills in the gaps, doesn't it? Well, that being said, uh, please do enjoy as we uh, begin the show in media res. This is Friday Night Party Line, episode 138. Nine. 139. God damn it. Next topic. Uh, hey, Republicans. The 90s called. They want their video games and movies as a scapegoat back. Uh, can you believe we're doing this again? Yes. Yes, I can. Yeah, I completely believe it. Uh, I mean, believe it? what did what has the Florida legislature passed since... The, uh, they had this shooting in Florida. Oh, yeah. News, for released. those of you who have not been paying attention to the news, there was yet another school shooting. In Florida. No, uh, I don't think we need to tell anybody that. I'm no, sure. I'm just You'd like, have to have lived under a rock. Uh, and off of all social media at the same time. Uh, yeah, so Florida decides to not vote to, uh, I forget what they were voting on, maybe to prevent people from getting AR-15s or something like that. And like, you know, it just went party line. Republicans all voted against it. And Florida is like 80 Republicans to like 40 in their state house. Uh, so instead, they pass like some sort of like declaration that porn is the real danger to society. Like right after they stopped they prevent any sort of gun control in Florida. They they pass a porn is the real culprit. And then and then today, I'm not sure if they passed it, if it's been signed, but at the in a, in the one house they did pass a bill to put uh I think it's in God we trust on top of every public school. Yeah, that's the latest thing on this uh this new uh school shooting is the uh the reason that this happened is because we don't allow god in our schools yeah so i mean that's you know, why at least we know haven't worked all at least we, this time at least we know that <laughs> if they're doing something they're doing little steps right to prevent the next one by putting the words "in God we trust" on on top of the school, uh, the, the the entranceway, because that's that's clearly going to get by the Supreme Court. Did you clearly? Did you like the story uh, that came out today, which was uh, apparently the deputies that were there. Oh yeah, go oh, into the school. Say <laughs> um. This is kind of your job. I know it's scary. Well, I mean, we need you to. This is literally what you are supposed to do. Is Jack I mean, Thompson here, let me, still let me alive? Take a, let me let me take an alternate <laughs> like take on that. 
So yeah, true. Overall, right? It kind of shows you like, yeah, just because you have a security guard, it doesn't work. That particular guy, like, you know, he's a security guard at a school. His job's not necessarily supposed to go run in and get shot, right? It's no, no, really, it wasn't a security guard. It was no. a sheriff's deputy. No, I know, but his job was to hang out at the school. Like, he wasn't... Yeah. That was he's his yeah, deputy. He's a sheriff's he deputy. A he's a cop. No, but that's what the security. Yeah, but that's what they use. Like literally, he was assigned there. But my point is, is it's one thing to to be the security, right? Like that is there to try to like prevent people from doing things. But once bullets are flying, like who knows what you're gonna do, right? I'm not. I'm, yeah. I'm just. I'm just saying. No matter how much training you have. If that guy hasn't been getting shot at because he's had this cushy job at the school where he's pretty much just like breaking up like people punching each other in the hallway every once in a while, like he, you know, you don't know how you're going to react when some kid comes in with a bunch of automatic weapons and you have a pea shooter. Like, well, no, was it a- wasn't. Here's the thing: is it wasn't just him. It was like three other sheriff's deputies. Oh yeah, well I'm not like look, look I'm <laughs> like, saying all like, the all the all the sheriff's department just went uh no. Yeah, well, all the king's I mean, horses and a, all uh, the king's men promptly fucked off. <laughs> I mean, there's you know, I mean at some point it's it's really hard to figure out when you're going to walk in. Like if somebody yeah. has like body armor, like let's say you're you're a cop on duty, you have your firearm, right? And and some kid with like body armor and like a machine gun is shooting people. Like you're like, what am I supposed to do? Like I'm just gonna get shot. <laughs> yeah. Like I just, I, it's like they're not equipped <sighs> to deal with like a heavy armored person like coming through and just did this guy people have down. body armor? I I I, I I I don't know. We don't. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure okay, okay. So instead of us, that. instead of us going and and going on this the this sheriff's deputy which i mean we can argue here we can either we can argue back and forth about what you know he could have done or should have done or you know anything the the root problem of this is is far simpler it work. to discern yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah um and i think a good thing about this if you can say a good thing if if you could ever say there was a good thing about this is that um these kids the teenagers who are at this high school are taking absolutely zero percent of any of this. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're pretty awesome. They're they're yeah. doing great. Uh, I was, they're they're they're. I was. What is the what is the parlance of this generation? They they are clapping back at all of this bullshit. <laughs> I was listening back. to clapping what? back. Clap back. Clapping back. Is that not a thing that is said? Hold on. I have never heard that uttered before in my life. Clapping back. Uh, Responding to a criticism with a withering comeback. Basically saying something and then dropping the mic. Never heard that before. It's in the Marion Webster's. It's crazy. (laughs) So. That that is not interesting. I was listening to a program that was talking about these kids. And uh, if you think about it, right, these are 17 year olds in a lot of cases. Mm. What mm. year were they born? Uh, Can you tell me? 2001. Yeah. So what year were they? What happened the year they were born? Well, 9-11. <laughs> yeah. So these kids <laughs> grew up most likely 
after 9-11 in the age of school shootings where there was like, it wasn't just like Columbine, which was like the big one that occurred in my, like the year after I was in high school. Like these kids have been growing up in a time when there has been a massive, uh, not a massive, but a, a pretty large uptick in mass shootings and, and nothing being done. And they're all on the verge of being, you know, able to vote and get engaged. So it's just, I mean, it's interesting because like the last time we all, everybody goes, you know, we had that Sandy hook where a whole bunch of elementary school students were killed and nothing happened. Like how can anything be worse enough to like actually cause people to move forward? So the difference between that, I think is like, it's really easy to attack like for the NRA and stuff to kind of like dissuade parents and adults yeah. of kids being like, Oh, whatever, you know, and it's, and most people aren't going to have their elementary school kids, like, sp- like, you know, go oh, in front of the media, media constantly. Yeah. Mm. Like these kids are the right age to c- be able to actually wield pretty strong political power. And they're also on the verge of becoming voters themselves. Yeah. So I'm kind of hoping that this inspires a lot of like 17 year olds who traditionally, you know, it, it go when turning 18, like having traditionally low voting rates, you know, the yeah. 18, 19, 20 year olds to uh, maybe get involved. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're going to get some crazy levels of youth voter turnout in these upcoming elections. I'm hoping I'm, I'm feeling like, it. I mean, and then this is not this this event because the uh, because all those kids are now on social media and they are taking on politicians, uh, point for point on everything. Like that one Florida aide who accused people of being crisis actors, he got he got smacked hard to the point where I think he's fired now. It was a dumbass thing to say. Yeah, and then, I just, um, I, the NRA I, I is mean, being uh, the the bank crazy. that issued the NRA's uh, visa cards. They dropped the NRA and um, rental yeah, car Enterprise card yeah. dropped their benefits to NRA members. They're pretty much going through and uh, getting rid of. They're I mean they're doing a campaign where they're pretty much hitting every business that does mm-hmm. some sort of deal with the NRA yep. and uh, make it they take it away. Mm-hmm. So I mean you know. Uh, hopefully this at least it at least we can maybe get closer to an equilibrium in the in the fight like mm-hmm. on the on the debate like right now it's been for the last couple well, of years I mean, it's been the NRA just running roughshod over the conversation and no one's been able to really say yep. anything yep. and uh it just you know how many more kids are we going to have killed like i just like something has to be done yep <sighs> And you and we know can't, what? We're we, gonna, it's not video games. <laughs> yeah, it's not video games. That's for sure. It's not video games and movies. <laughs> yep. I mean, uh, yeah, they were here. I mean, what? Trump's like, hey, we should arm the teachers. Because, yeah, that's exactly what I want. Because the deputies did such a good job. Yeah, right? The guy trained in handling yeah. a crisis uh, and probably gets some, you know, has to do some like gun training constantly to like you know, be able to shoot things like froze under the stress of the situation. We're going to expect a a teacher who already has a ton of other responsibilities has to, you know, be able to use a gun. And then you have to like figure out like really good post about that. Hang on. I'm going to find his post. I didn't actually read that. 
you didn't I, read I it? It was so it was good. Say. <laughs> it was so it. long. Yes, it was, was like, but yep, it is. This is it is great. Okay, hang on. You guys keep talking. I'm gonna find it that was thing. Great. <laughs> it was uh, great. I, I think, but uh, Trevor Noah had a, a an interesting thing to say about this mm. whole thing on. Uh, about these kids getting political it's basically these are this is a fairly affluent area and affluent kids and they're just sort of taking they're not taking this well there's nothing you can do about it they want to see they want to see the manager <laughs> also, also another another factor is that these kids are of a generation that grew up completely with social media whereas a lot of like the democratic, like the adults, parents of of prior shootings, they're they they weren't able to like strike back. I think as easily, and like mm. Democrats have always had to try. Like the the older guard of politicians has a little bit more trouble like figuring out how to counterpunch. You know, in the age of Trump, before well, before Trump, obviously uh, causing him to uh, you know get elected. Yeah, but and, I think and part as of we the, go forward, yeah, I mean, we'll see part of, better ways. Yeah, I mean, and part of that is the fact that um, older politicians—they're so used to a much slower cycle of attack and response, attack and response—and uh, Trump is just boom, 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 boom. The only people that can really keep up with him is. Social media savvy kids. I want to say kids, but you know, more broadly yeah. speaking, millennials and stuff. Yeah, you young folk. Well, what about you? <laughs> You're, wait, aren't you technically a millennial, Scocho? No, no, I'm technically. Well, I'm in. I'm one of those bridge generation people because yeah. I'm 79. Like I'm technically an X slash, but all my friends are 82ers, which <laughs> tend to be millennials. So you're in that like Xennial area, you know? Xennial, Xennial, comfortable yep. in analog and digital. Yeah, I want to read a little. I want to read a little piece of this of what Adam wrote. Just a small bit of it here, and um, you know about the uh, responding to the argument of let's just arm the teachers. He says, um. They say if a teacher's willing to put themselves between a shooter and a kid, that surely they would want a gun so they could go all slow motion jumping through a door and pop a bad guy. Sure, why not? I'm tired of hearing this delusion. I'm exhausted. Let's even play along for a moment on what it would take to achieve this power fantasy. First, you'd need every staff member out of school to take a gun safety course and pass. Then you'd need to purchase the guns and ammo and train all the staff on the type of gun, assuming everyone would even be able to do that. Then, time for some tactical training. Gotta know how to move your, with your armed teacher for <laughs> armed teacher tactical squad through the building. While, hopefully, no one accidentally shoots the wrong kid. And where's all that money gonna come from? We don't even get tissues, and you think money for an armed teacher brigade is gonna magically materialize? Cover that corner, Miss Ballantyne. I know you're a bio teacher, but remember your tactical training. Did Mr. Ecclestein from Math Department remember to bring the ballistic shield? He's got a bad hip, so someone else might need to carry it. <laughs> it's just... Good God. Yeah, um... I mean, I, I've played enough tactical shooters to know that it's hard to be good at that. <laughs> it's just... 
Uh, I've I fired enough guns in my life to know that shooting is fucking hard. And if you aren't, if you aren't committed to being good at that thing, to the exclusion of doing other things, you are not going to be good at it. Yep. Oh. <laughs> it's it's like they have the. They have these, uh, you know, these people you see on TV shows where I think one of my favorite was the West Wing where it's like, hey, I want you to hit the bullseye. I want you to hit the bullseye three times. And he's just like, I don't know. I don't know. Hit the bullseye three times. It's like, what? You can't do it? No, I'm thinking of what I'm going to do with the other two. <laughs> and then he fires and he shoots three in, three in the bullseye and two right next to the bullseye. This is like no one, no one can shoot like that in real no. life. This isn't. <laughs> That's why they tell you to aim for center mass. Yeah. Uh this is all ridiculous. But the kids, the kids are okay. Uh, let's see. Well, I mean, these kids are okay. These kids are okay. I mean, a bunch of not... those kids ain't okay. Okay. <laughs> that was that was horribly dark, George. I'm sorry. What? Like this? This is the reality of the world. It yeah. sucks. J Bands says, "Make all teachers Neo." Whoa, they know kung fu. <laughs> yeah, that would work. That would work. Jack them into the matrix. Ah. Oh wow, that was my neck. I think. I think it might be cheaper and more effective to have a mandatory gun buyback program. That's mm. just me. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's not going to happen, George. I'm sorry. I wish it could, but it won't. No, you just have to go with the whole fact that like you hope that uh like over if you stop letting people buy like certain kinds of guns that over time um the amount of them would drop just by wear and tear. Now, let me ask I mean, you guys this. Look, is this a, is this a, you know, people need to, is this a, you know, old people need to die problem or is this a, is this, is this more complex? I think this sure is, is probably an old people need to die problem. Mm. Um, I mean, by natural causes guys, that's what we're, well, we're obviously no, we're not, we're not, we're not, <laughs> We're not advocating death panels. <laughs> Are we? No. Are we not? No. No, George. I don't know. No death panels. I don't know. That, that, that could work. That might work. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to something a bit more, uh, bit more frivolous, uh, a bit more frivolous of a discussion. Uh, tipping. Yes. Oh, we're doing something yeah, we don't wait, normally do. We don't do what? What? What is this, Gojo? No, I just wanted to point out that even you know we all we're all you know I, I think George, your position on guns hasn't become like no guns anywhere ever ever right? It's, no, it's a uh, position. no, I I think well. Here's the thing: is I think the best thing is probably no guns ever. But like just. Statistically yeah. speaking, however, yeah. I am, you know, realistic in that I don't think that's ever going to happen in the United yeah. States, at least not for a very long time. I so mean, even in a lot of the example be, companies, uh, even in, oh, go ahead. 
My compromise, my proposed compromise that no one is ever going to do is to make semi-automatic weapons, and that's all semi-automatic weapons, handguns, mm-hmm. rifles, all of them. Um, I, I don't know the actual ATF classification, but basically make it the same classification as a suppressor, which you're, you can buy those, but it is a special $200 tax stamp every time you do, and it's a gigantic background check, a year of waiting usually while they do said background check, it becomes a huge to do to yeah. buy the thing. So the enthusiasts who really like guns can have a semi-automatic weapon and everyone else is just like, well, fuck it. I can't, I'm not, I'm not going to wait around forever for the semi-automatic. I'm just going to buy a shotgun and shoot skeet or whatever. I just wanted to point out. I just wanted to point out the end of the conversation that, like, we're not our positions. Like, are not like take everybody's guns away. No, we're not real. Yeah, have a we have a no. I'm just saying, like, you know, moderate position. Yeah, like, I don't know. My position's pretty pretty much take take the guns away because they're not doing anyone (laughs) any good. I just see. I I I enjoy going to the firing range and you know shooting some rounds and stuff. I think it's fun. Yeah, I think it's, it's not it's a, immensely fun. It is immense. It's incredibly fun. I think it's great. It's very like satisfying it. to 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 point a handgun at a target and pull the trigger. It, yes. it really is. And but at the end of the day, it's not worth forty thousand people. No. Yeah. It's, but it's, it's just like, like, like it should that's be treated a fun thing that needs to go away. Well, you know what it is. I think it should be treated <laughs> similar to you know driving a car with you know with the uh, like racing. It should be treated like racing. You cannot do it on the street. Uh, you can only do it in controlled circumstances, like a race track or in areas where there are unlikely to be people. You know, like going, you know, hunting in the woods or whatever. So, and it should be really strictly regulated and onerous for people who are otherwise not, you know, super enthusiasts. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, my my opinion, uh, semi-automatic rifles like suppressors. And actually, my opinion is ban all handguns. Just all of them. Okay, I, I, I was I was trying to say that mo- that George probably had a moderate position, but now I, I'm we all have comedy. <laughs> I I I have been on that other side of the fence. They're fun, but they're dang- they're they're really freaking dangerous. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's really what it boils down to. Guns are really dangerous, and they have no value other than destroying things. Yeah, they are. They are designed with the singular purpose, purpose of fucking up someone's day. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Okay. All right. Now we can go to tipping. Now we can go to tipping. Okay. So, um, sorry. From the get go. <laughs> sorry to disappoint you, Skojo. Sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, it would have been a lot. We could have had a lot bigger of a back and forth going if you were, say, as as extreme as Rim, for example, who, as as far as I know, is a all guns taken away forever. No excuses. No one should ever ever have a gun. Is yeah. He's only he slightly more extreme than me. I think I think I am I am more moderate in that I will accept compromise. There is a lot of <laughs> like I'm willing to go anywhere from here. It's like I'm no, just we it, you want to just put a magazine capacity limit. 
awesome do it yes let's go yeah <laughs> yeah no it's just funny george because your like position has come to my position uh, over the years like pretty radically yeah well you know that's how many what dead children science and statistics will do to a person yeah yeah okay so uh tipping uh, we're not talking about uh, reorienting something to a horizontal position. Uh, we are talking <laughs> about gratuity. <laughs> well, my position. Jojo, you're topic. laughing a bit more at that than really anybody should. <laughs> How tipsy should you get? How tipsy? Yes, indeed. What are you drinking there, by the way? Uh, angry orchard i thought so have you seen that they put that they're putting out a that they've uh released a new one a, a rosé yes i'm very like excited it's on my shopping list for this week rosé yeah <laughs> why are you saying it with a french accent <laughs> or or bad one anyway because wine is french <laughs> at least all good wine is french what about italian <laughs> No, not good wine. Not only good wine. French wine. Only French wine. Oh my god! <laughs> so, so Victor, are you gonna tell us you don't tip? <laughs> no, no, of course no, not. Of course I up? tip. Jeez, no. But I had a question, and this was this was my predicament that uh, made me want to bring up this subject. Okay, so obviously, when you're sitting in a restaurant, you have a waiter or waitress, you you tip. Obviously. Okay, barring some horrific level of service, you tip, right? Can we agree on that? Yeah. Okay. Do you tip when, say, you're going to let me pick a stuff on the walls restaurant, a Chili's, right? You go to Chili's, you're getting takeout. You're going there for the express purpose of picking up food in styrofoam containers to take back to wherever it is you plan on eating it. And eat oh, it. no. Do you tip? Know. Do you tip? Because there's always uh, that little bit on the receipt. Do you add a tip? I hate I hate any receipt that has a tip line <laughs> for a business that doesn't normally take tips. Because I oh. always have to be like... But that's the thing. Wait, they do normally take tips. No, no. I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking about like any particular thing you buy that might have a tip line on it when you go to sign even if it's if it's like i don't know you're buying uh, let me let me rephrase this another way <laughs> if uh-huh. you go to a bar and you get one drink do you tip well no well the, okay first of all it depends on how full the bar is cuz if the bar is full i will tip before i even order a drink you put the money out there like, hey, give yeah. me my, I need a drink. Yes. <laughs> Make it double. Give I will me a tip, double shot. I will, put, I will very visibly put money into the little tip box before I order. Aren't you, aren't you already paying like $15 a drink anyway? That's a good idea. I, <laughs> what do you think I, I drink? I'm just, I was saying you live in LA. It's probably like well, New York. Yeah, coast. but we don't, I, I don't go to like fancy schmancy bars all the time. I barely I go to bars at like all. The reg- yeah. I thought that was the regular bar prices. That's like yeah. you know the, the counter serve bacon <laughs> burger places. No, fifteen dollar bacon burgers or something. Well, that and you know your minimum wage is really high and such, so you're uh, 
Yeah, the not for weight staff. Yeah, yeah. So you know the the cost of everything has exploded there because you're paying exactly. high minimum right? wage. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly. So they right. showed it's, it's socialist <laughs> they uh, California. You know, what, I kind of want to move to California because they seem to be doing everything I want right now. Yeah, you know, yeah right? we are, but California is uh, stupid expensive. Just everywhere, oh, unless yeah. you're living, unless you're living like be inside of the coast, way inside the coast. Not like on if you're not living in. L.A., Sacramento, San Diego. Um, Victor, uh, you're forgetting I work in cybersecurity. Yeah. Yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you know, no. No, George. George, it's it's not. You don't want to be here. You don't want to be here. He could live. He could live in like Northern California. That's not that. No, no, Northern. Every, everywhere, everywhere in California. If you are living in near in or near a major city, no, I'm not saying live near a major city. (laughs) That's that's everywhere. Yeah, like if you want to live near other people. You end up paying a lot of money. Yeah, three like, bedrooms. Three bedrooms. If I wanted, bedroom, if I wanted to live bath. in Arlington, it would be fuck off expensive. Yeah, three yeah. bedroom, two and a half bath, twenty eight hundred a month rent, and that is low. That sounds entirely normal to me. That sounds okay. a DC. That's a DC price right there. Yeah, that sounds. That sounds okay. Back to the subject of tipping. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey! Back to the subject of tipping. <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh anyway, this is so. Do you guys do you guys tip for carry out? Is 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 the first essentially the first question I'm asking you here? I do not tip for carry out. You don't. If I'm going to a pizza place and I have a dollar in my wallet, I will put a dollar in the jar. But what if you paid with a credit card online? If I have a dollar in my wallet, I will put it in so the jar. So it all depends on whether you have a dollar in cash, whether you yeah, tip it. So it is just highly subjective of whether you have loose change in your pocket at the time. I admit it is not a great system. <laughs> yeah, you have a, you have a completely <laughs> arbitrary system. It's uh, not an arbitrary system. It is a well-defined system so, that is dependent upon my resources at that one moment in time. I always look at the person and whether they're giving me like stink eye as I don't write a tip on it. And uh, in general, I've never seen anybody get pissy that uh, that I've not put a tip on a takeout order. So I don't know. I mean, I mean, for, me it's, uh, for me, it's like my thought is, OK, what am I tipping you for? Because that's the whole thing about a tip. You're tipping, you know. You, with well, regard to specific level of service, I mean that's the idea of a tip, right? Well, you're you're paying them the wage that the employer is not paying them, so it's different. Yeah. Uh, like at a at a takeout place, like a pizza joint, they're paying people minimum wage because they don't they don't have waiters. Yeah, they don't have tables Legal, necessarily. Yeah, legally they don't have waiters, so they have to pay everyone at least minimum wage. Well, and also, okay, but it, hold on. You're getting it from the front most, person. Most takeout places. Somebody waiting a table. Most takeout places are still 
restaurants. Like, they do still have waiters and stuff. And normally, like, yeah. just to go stick with the example, Chili's. If you go yeah, and get no, takeout Chili's from Chili's. Different. Well, I mean, most restaurants, are, most takeout places are like that. Few places are just... I still don't. Because no, most most no, of the takeout places here are like counter service places. Yeah. You're talking about like Chinese, like you're going to the take the place that's only takeout Chinese. Like literally they don't have any tables. They're just existing. Well, no, obviously that you don't tip because you're there's no wait staff at all. No, I know, but the people putting together your takeout order are usually the person at the front. And you're not tipping the person in the front normally anyway. Like the mm-hmm. person seating people. Well, they're that still, not, yeah, but they're not, they're, they're a different position. They're not a waiter. They're a, um, nah, uh, most of the time they're still waiters. They're not actually wait. You never, you notice that they don't wait on tables. Usually they're the ones who their job, they're like the matri. I don't know. It's maitre d' or maitre d'. That That's a bit fancier, <laughs> isn't it? it? <laughs> well, if it's a fancy restaurant. So my question is how much do you tip a delivery person? <laughs> Uh, well, you always tip the delivery guy. No, I know, but how much do you? Because like, um, I've noticed it's... something. I've noticed my behavior changed as soon as we started. Like growing up, I felt like my parents and stuff would tip the delivery person like a few dollars, right? No, pretty much no matter how much was ordered, it was like here's a couple dollars, dollars, right? And then like. I don't, I don't re- quite recall what I used to do when I would get delivery before online ordering. But as mm-hmm. soon as I hit online ordering and it gave me an option to pick 10, 15 or 20 percent, it just really became like get, tipping 15 percent whenever I do delivery. I mean, it's, now it, I am a straight 20 percent tipper in a restaurant. Well, in re- get, yeah. Beer, I think. Restaurant, I you get do like borderline no delivery. Yeah, I like, barely I, ever I'm get delivered. I'm struggling to think of the last time anyone delivered food to my house. I can't think of it. Well, you you have not deli- had delivery. Yeah, I can't think of the. I can't remember the last time. I mean, I know I've gotten deliveries sometime while well, I've lived I mean, here, but so there's a pizza place that I can walk to that doesn't deliver. <laughs> Yeah. So, <laughs> like, well, why, why in the world am I getting delivery? There's just nothing. There's nothing to deliver to my house. No one does it. Mm. Huh. All right. Really? So, you go on Grubhub. There's just like nobody will deliver to you. Uh, I'm sure someone will. I just don't think of it. The places I want to go are good enough that they don't have to have delivery. Jay Benz says that he always tips five bucks, but he usually orders under $25. So that kind of works out to be 20%. Yeah, I don't know. In a Chili's, I think I would probably tip for carry out somewhere in the area of 10%. Mm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't tip. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of with Skojo. On this, I I normally I don't, unless they're being like super super nice and helpful. But I I'm sort of mentally thinking about how the pay structure works in a restaurant like that. Oh, that's so, but that's just even though they're they're helping me very little, that's still just sort of they're they're getting the shit end of a stick. 
on the way this stupid restaurant pay scale works. Here, let me uh, let me tell you what uh, the internet tells me. Since hosts and hostess <laughs> usually don't get any tips, they get paid more per hour than waiters and waitresses do. On yeah. average, the host or hostess make eight dollars and forty two cents an hour. Uh, but depending on up, the type of restaurant where you work, they can make uh, you can make upwards of twelve dollars. But they usually they usually make minimum wage or higher. Uh, what about um, what about bartenders? Because it seems like uh, to me it's bartenders always, get you always go to the bar to pick up uh, your, your really. Yeah, it's usually really? the host. It's usually the host hostess person that is usually managing the uh, the takeout stuff. Normally, the takeout stuff has its own little area. Like yeah, like at the end, the host. Uh, well, and what it's kitchen staff. From this conversation, is that there is no normal. There is no normal. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I guess it's one of those use your best judgment sort of things. All right, folks. Well, uh, we've been at this for a while, and I think we've done a pretty good job of talking about what we meant to talk about. So thank you uh, to Skojo and to George for a wonderfully entertaining and insightful episode of Friday Night Party Line. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>